Trifling One's family. Question. What do Will Smith, Lil Wayne, and Kodak Black all have in common? If your answer to that question is they're musical artists, the answer would be yes. But that's not what I'm looking for. If you say that they're all black males, the answer would be yes. But that's not what I'm looking for. One of the things that I've recognized is that these individuals have described the struggles and the challenges that they've had with depression, mental health, and each of them have described a moment where they felt so overwhelmed that they kind of wished that they'd die. Unfortunately, this is pretty common, but we don't talk about it. We may not talk about it, but First Kings does. And so, I'm going to ask you if you would to stay tuned as we talk about dealing with depression and disappointment. Coming up next on The Trifling Ones. First Kings 19, 3 through 8. And it's a little bit long, so just bear with me. It says Elijah was afraid and ran for his life. When he came to Beersheba in Judah, he left his servant there, while he himself went a day's journey into the desert. He came to a broom tree, sat down under it, and prayed that he might die. I have had enough, Lord, he said. Take my life. I am no better than my ancestors. Then he lay down under the tree and fell asleep. All at once an angel touched him and said, get up and eat. He looked around and there by his head was a cake of bread baked over hot coals and a jar of water. He ate and drank and then lay down again. The angel of the Lord came back a second time and touched him and said, get up and eat for the journey is too much for you. So he got up and ate and drank. Strengthened by that food, he traveled 40 days and 40 nights until he reached Horeb, the mountain of God. Moses, Job, Jonah, Jeremiah, David, Elijah, and the list goes on. All these individuals have expressed feelings of disappointment and depression. And so I think it's important that we talk about this and stop ignoring the fact that it exists. So let's deal with it. There are four things that we're going to talk about today. And the first of those is the desperate dialogue. The desperate dialogue. Verse number four, Elijah says, I have had enough, Lord. Take my life. I've done what you asked of me, and I can't take it no more. I don't know about you, but this sounds pretty desperate to me. Have you ever sat back and just thought, I can't do this? 
You know, the person that you love breaks your heart. Or maybe it's not that. Maybe layoffs are coming around and you get called into the boss's office and you've been laid off. What are you going to do without the income? I don't know, maybe you're a student and the cash flow is drying up. So you're afraid to go to the mailbox because the bills are waiting for you. Or your phone rings and you look at it and it's an 800 number and none of your friends have 800 numbers. And so therefore, the chances of it being a bill collector are pretty high. Or you even are real careful about where you park your car. You park a mile away because you're afraid that the repo guy is going to get you. But see, Elijah drives home an ironclad point in this particular text because he lets us know that even when we're not feeling it, we can still talk to God. He says, I can't do this, Lord. But he still takes the time to talk to God. He still has that desperate dialogue. He says, I don't like what's going on right now. He doesn't take the time to say to the all wise God who sits high and looks low, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the uh, the lily of the valley and the rose of Sharon. He doesn't have time for all that. It's simple. I can't take it no more. But after the desperate dialogue we then get into the detrimental desire the detrimental desire because Elijah prays that he might die praying that you die is detrimental it ain't that ain't good for you but you wouldn't be the first if you felt that in Jonah chapter 4 verse 3 he says now O Lord take away my life for it is better for me to die than to live And Job, who hasn't heard about Job's life when in chapter 6, verse 9, he said that God would be willing to crush me, to let loose his hand and cut me off. So if Jonah and Job are tripping like this, hmm, I got to say that we're going to think some stuff at times that may not be healthy. When we're in a place of loneliness, That's when we look for anything that's going to stop the pain. What can I do that's going to stop what I'm feeling right now? And so for some, they're like Elijah and they say, you know what? I think it would be better if I didn't have to deal with this pain. I just, I don't want to do this no more. For others, they turn to alcohol because, you know, that, that, that drink may numb the pain. For others... They recognize that that weed will make you forget about just how painful real life is, at least for a little while. Then there are others who the mental pain and anguish are so strong for uh, for them that they begin to cut themselves to inflict physical pain, which will make them forget about the hurt that they're feeling in other places. Then there are others who look for love in all the wrong places. They feel like if they can just physically feel good, then mentally they'll forget about what real life is. You know, then there are those who, they find them a side chick or a side dude in order to escape from reality. These are all detrimental desires. They're not good for you. 
but realize that God has a plan. I'm getting there. God has a plan. So we got the desperate dialogue and the detrimental desires, but then there are the dependable directions, the dependable directions. You know, Elijah's like many of us. When, when the angel comes along, he is laying there. I don't know about you, but there have been some times when I did not want to get out of the bed. The covers are pulled over my head and I'm not ready to face the day. And Elijah was right there. But the angel shows up and he physically provides for Elijah. He gives him cake uh, and he gives him some water to eat. Take note to this. God gave dependable directions through someone else. Let me say that one more time. God gave dependable directions through somebody else. When we're struggling and uh, we're going through it, many times we want to isolate ourselves. We want to pull back. We don't feel like being bothered. We don't want to answer the phone. And sometimes that's okay. Sometimes we have to unplug and we get that quiet time and we're able to reflect or what have you. But then there are other times when it's not healthy. Because that other person has something, they're offering something that we need. We got to take the lifeline. You know, sometimes we may need a friend who's going to offer us some time. We may need a therapist or a counselor who offers us a safe place to talk. Or in other cases, we may need a physician that offers medication. So many people struggle with mental health issues and they're ashamed to talk to somebody, somebody that'll keep their business out the street, somebody that'll walk them through and talk them through their situations. I got to be honest, I'm a minister, been one for some time now, but there have been some times that even while I continue to talk to God, I've had to take the time to talk to someone else, someone on this earth who I share what I'm dealing with and how I'm feeling and allow them to walk me through some answers. There's no shame in that, but many are ashamed of that. You know, there are people who've been trained. There are people who God has uh, put on this planet specifically to deal with these types of things. So God provides people in mental health professions for a reason. The employee assistance programs, counseling programs. So if you're struggling, your solution may require talking to somebody on this earth that might not be your pastor. We got to eat what God gives us. We got to take in what he's giving us. And we got to take it in from who he places in our way or in our lives. But then finally, there's the divine destination. Finally, Elijah was able to take what God was providing and he was able to take it from who God was providing it through. And he continued on to Horeb, the mountain of God. He was strengthened by what God had provided. And remember the angel said, you can't do this on your own because the journey is too much for you. Yeah, the journey is too much. But if you're going to make it to your destination, you got to recognize that not only do you need God, 
but you need those who are around you because the journey is too much. But Elijah, he made it to his destination. Your destination, fam, is different than anyone else's. Your destination is built different than mine is. Don't believe the lies. You can make it there. Just be willing to talk to them. Have that desperate dialogue. Be willing to benefit from those who are around you or the professionals that are out there. And be determined to reach your destination. Mental health concerns are real. Depression and disappointment are real. Don't allow somebody to tell you that you don't feel what you feel. Just know this. I love you. And God does too. Heavenly Father, we come before you asking that you would watch over us and keep us. Even while we go through these difficult times and these difficult situations. Remind us that you haven't left us. Remind us that you're still sitting on a throne. Remind us that you got us got our back, that you've sent someone who can help us. We're asking that we would receive the assistance, the time, the love, uh, the vibes that people have for us. Help us to even know when we may need to talk to a professional about what it is that we're going through. But more importantly, Lord, we ask that you would give us peace and strength, peace that passeth all understanding and strength for our journey. Take us to our destination. And not when you do this, but right now, even in the midst of our depression, we say thank you for loving us. Thank you for watching over us. And thank you for always being there for us. All these things we ask. In Jesus Christ's name, and all of the trifling ones said, Amen.